Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello and welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. My name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and in today's episode, we continue discussing the Beatitudes, as Jesus taught in his Sermon on the Mount. As we've established in previous weeks, the Beatitudes are really the bylaws and kingdom principles for living as a citizen of heaven here on the earth. Today's Beatitude is, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. A few months ago, I did a teaching here on the show about the connection between grace and mercy. I would highly recommend that you would go back and listen to that episode. But for a quick overview and preparation for today's discussion, the most simplistic definition of grace is the love and forgiveness from God that you did not earn or deserve. And mercy is a withholding of the punishment you do deserve. And in order for most believers to truly appreciate this incredible gift of grace, they must first come to realize how much mercy they need and will continue to receive whether they deserve it or not. I have a unique perspective when it comes to many of the topics covered in the Beatitudes because, you see, they have so much to do with how people think, feel, and then behave. And as a professional counselor, I've heard thousands of stories from my clients over the years of how they think, feel, and behave. And one life issue that was a very popular topic was the idea of what a person deserves. Sometimes it was in regards to their marriage or any type of romantic relationship. My client would be very upset of how they were being treated or perhaps how their significant other wasn't meeting their needs. And they would say something like, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. I deserve to be happy. Often these words of frustration were followed up by the behavior of being unkind to their significant other in return, or simply the action of ending the relationship based on these thoughts and feelings of what they thought they deserved. Other times it was more related to a family member or a friend that had hurt them or betrayed them in some way. And the client would be struggling to offer their forgiveness, stating, they do not deserve my forgiveness. What if I forgive them and they just hurt me again? They didn't even say they were sorry. And yet there were other discussions that were on a broader scale a client that was particularly motivated for social or political justice, declaring over their opponents, I hope they get what they deserve. Although I could often empathize with how my clients were feeling, I could also recognize how these comments were coming from a woundedness inside of them. It is difficult to embrace and demonstrate this mandate to have mercy for others, When someone is operating from a place of hurt or offense, as we mature in faith and grow in God's love, we must renew our minds with his word and come to view ourselves and others through a biblical perspective. When we view our lives through a human lens, it is always clouded and distorted by the hurts, wounds, and offenses in our soul, and it becomes nearly impossible to treat others in Christ-like ways. 
Scripture states, all issues of life flow from the human heart. And 20 years of counseling has proven this biblical principle to be true. One of my most loved teachings that has produced many miracles is a practical step-by-step guide to healing the wounds of your soul. Sometimes traumatic and abusive wounds may require the assistance of a trained professional or an experienced deliverance ministry. But my training is helpful and even life-changing for most people who are willing to receive it and apply it to their life. You can find this teaching in my book, It's Time for a Revolution, as well as my online class, which has both virtual lessons and a downloadable PDF to help you process and apply the information in a very practical way. These resources can be found on my website, kingdommindset.global. Everyone in the world is hurt or offended in some way, and it happens over and over almost every day. So it is vital that we, as the church, learn to heal these wounds of the soul so that we can function from a place of love and mercy. Without healing, our mind and emotions become deceived. They are deceived into thinking and believing in ways that would directly defy the word of God. Truth that says as Christians, we are to have mercy and forgiveness for others despite the ways that they have hurt us. Just as Jesus suffered and died for us while we were yet sinners. Just as God has mercy for us, even while we are rebelling and being disobedient. It is so crucial for our overall well-being and for ongoing growth in our relationship with God that we submit to and deeply understand this command to have mercy for others so that we may receive mercy. In my nature, I am high in the spiritual gifting of mercy, but I have also learned that human mercy is not God's mercy. We cannot rely on the distorted definition of the world or of our own flesh to understand or discern when to give mercy. Sometimes we need to have good boundaries with people or even end relationships. And that does not mean we are not being merciful. And probably more often, we need to recognize when to offer mercy, even when it seems unfair or unjust. Doing so because we realize we are not the ones to be judging others, especially their intentions, without being able to fully comprehend the situation. Only God can be the judge, and we must trust in him as to how, when, and who he judges, and then release our own expectations of what their punishment or the timing of said punishment would be. The more you seek the Father and his nature, the more you come to understand. We as human beings simply have no idea how deep his mercy runs and how much we need it. When we take his loving and merciful attributes for granted, then we are not as loving and merciful as we should be. So I will often take time to meditate on such scriptures as Romans chapter two, verses one through four. You, therefore, have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. 
Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Does that shake you a little bit? That who are we to think that we can judge? Do we not realize that many of the things we judge others for, the ways in which they hurt or offend, that we have done to others as well? And if you are arguing with yourself right now and think you're not like that, you are deceived. We all fall short of God's glory. That is why our righteousness can only be found in Jesus. So in order to keep in a spiritually healthy place, we must freely offer grace and mercy and forgiveness, keeping in mind just how much of those God-given gifts we need as well. It is our best motivation to continue to be Christ-like to those around us. Another verse that the Holy Spirit challenges me with is Matthew 6.15, in which Jesus himself says, But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. Now, I use the translation from the Amplified here. To reveal the mental and emotional consequences of holding others in unforgiveness. This says that you are literally nurturing your hurt and anger, which then interferes with your relationship with God if you hold people in unforgiveness. I have counseled so many people who refuse to forgive someone or some situation in which they were hurt or offended. And it was so difficult to see how that affected their faith. They would often argue as to how it was only right, or that they just would not forgive, at least not until they saw God deal with that person in a way they believed they deserved. Sometimes that meant they were mad at God, or did not believe in his goodness, because he was not acting in the way that they wanted him to. That this would somehow prove his love or allegiance with them if he punished their offender. And other times it was just their bold and stubborn beliefs of being in control of judging and holding their offender in contempt that would cause them to have relationship problems, mental health problems, and even causing them to suffer from physical disease. I also did an episode on this issue of unforgiveness and how to spiritually protect yourself from mental and physical diseases. So if you missed that one, go check it out. As Paul suggests in Romans chapter 2, the kindness and goodness of God should just inspire us, compel us really, to be repentant and so, so grateful for God's mercy in our lives. An important part of learning to give mercy, despite our human perspective and feelings, is to follow the new command Jesus gave, which was to love others as he loves us. John 13, 34. Jesus said this was a new command because the old commandment was to love your neighbor as yourself, which suggests a person is to love others through their own efforts and abilities. But Jesus came to set a new standard for thinking and behaving, just as all of these Beatitudes and his other teachings from the Sermon on the Mount would suggest. 
Now that we have the power of the resurrection and the Holy Spirit living within us, we are called to a new and more godly lifestyle, one that is truly aiming to think, feel, and behave in Christ-like ways. Through my experience, I learned that one of the keys to living as a citizen of the kingdom is that we must return to a healthy fear of the Father and to deeply acknowledge everything God has given us. When we set our minds on these gifts, it will motivate us to offer grace and mercy to others. We are currently living in a time of arrogance, entitlement, and a lack of righteous thinking. Many of the things of this world are not like the thinking and behaving we are called to as Christians. We must continue to press in to hearing God's voice, to allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us when we are unconsciously aligning our thinking with the world, and to use the word of God on a daily basis to renew our minds and test that which is good and true in the kingdom, not by worldly standards. It is so easy to be deceived, especially when it comes to things like grace and mercy. Seek to be merciful in how God shows mercy. Allow him to be the judge and set yourself free through the gift of forgiveness, forgiving yourself and forgiving others. Again, the Beatitudes are about the principles and guidelines that citizens of heaven are to abide by and then are rewarded for. We must come to a deeper revelation of how much mercy we need for us to appreciate the reward of receiving mercy. These revelations are the key to a spiritual growth and how God sustains his people to continue to do his work here on the earth without growing weary. So far in this teaching series on the Beatitudes, we've discussed the following spiritual blessings that will be yours. To inherit the kingdom of heaven, to be comforted, to inherit the earth, to be shown mercy. These are all incredible fruits for living a godly lifestyle. And as you mature in both years on this earth and in your faith, you will realize these spiritual rewards are better than anything this world has to offer. I pray that you find today's teaching to be helpful, that transformation happens in your mind and healing happens in your soul. Join me next week as we continue discussing and applying the life-changing truth of living as a citizen of heaven right now here on the earth. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would invite you to subscribe to the show and share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.